0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we talk about investing for weekly cash flow using dividend stocks, specifically those stocks that have increased for a minimum of 25 years and continuously increase their dividend payments to the shareholders. And that's you and me. Well, it's me. I don't know about you, but this is what I do. I just like to buy dividend stocks i like to collect what i call the run-up or the dividend itself or i use a covered call or i use some kind of a strategy that is going to give me a safe consistent reliable return on a weekly basis now i'm not greedy i'm not looking to shoot the moon i'm not looking to get you know pie in the sky returns so if you guys out there looking to get rich overnight i'm not your guy Mm because yeah i could sit in front of my computer i could invent all this software i could because i know how to do it but that's not what i'm looking for i'm not looking you know to, to to reach you know millions upon millions of dollars no i just want to be left alone in my quiet little existence earning 1% per week because see 1% per week gives me a comfortable lifestyle and i'm okay with that and you know what i'm pretty sure that it's going to last Because, you know, I'm only 57. The stock market has been around since 1602. It's over 420 some odd years. Okay? It's not going anywhere. With the introduction of options in the 70s, it's making profiting so much easier. And then you get these people that just do nothing but trade, 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 trade. And they learn all these tricks. And then they share them. And, yeah, I'm constantly learning new tricks. I'm constantly looking at what other people are doing. And if it's not something that is duplicatable that I can easily share with people and they can do it on their own, I don't want people to have to rely on me. I mean, because, yeah, I've seen a lot of great stuff out there, but I'm not interested in creating a membership site where you send me money every week and you rely on my tips. No, I want to show you a way that you could do it yourself because it's very simple, very easy to do. And if you're not greedy, you could do it too. I mean, there's only less than 250 stocks i actually look at because they're the only ones worth my time and effort they're the only ones that have the historical performance of of uh, what it is i'm looking for and i don't think i'm asking a lot you know one percent per week is not a lot of money but all that being said let's get out of that crap let's jump in and see what we're doing see where we're going and see what we can do this week It is Tuesday, June 15th. It is 10.53 a.m. Eventually, now, for those of you following along religiously, eventually I am going to get to the point where um, I do live calls right around between 9... 15 and 945 that little area of time because what I want to do is I want to be able to eventually I'll get there right now I'm still you know laying the foundation getting comfortable in front of the camera getting comfortable in front of the uh, the microphone and whatnot and I'm trying to uh, share the information without sounding awkward cheesy sleazy ooh cheesy and sleazy yeah I, I don't want to do that you know I just want to give out the information, you show people what I'm doing. If, if it's what you want to do, fine. Go ahead, do it. It's simple. It's easy. And the companies that I'm looking at are companies that I would not mind owning. Every one of these companies that I invest in is a company that has shown its um, perseverance. Its historical performances have been in a manner in which I wouldn't mind owning it. You know and just collecting the dividend personally I would prefer to get you know 4% per month not 4% per year but it is what it is if you're starting out and you have a whole shitload of money yeah you could probably just jump buy in a bunch of stock and just collect the dividends and live off the dividends if you're there I'm not there I have enough money in my account that makes me happy just earning 1% per week you know that's comfortable you know if you need more money hey look at different strategies you know, this is a simple strategy. Well, these are simple strategies, and they're up very safe. Enough of all that crap. Let's just get in and see what we're doing. Um, as you can see, we got three positions that we're holding on to. We have two open orders. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up the um, screenshot from yesterday's close. This is what I did yesterday. I did four trades yesterday. STX, NFG, STOR, and WPC, okay? Um, STX, we carried over from last week. We got a 1,000 shares. And what I did is I sold a contract, basically giving someone else the privilege or the opportunity to buy the stock from me for the same amount of money I paid for it. So basically what I did is I bought it for, what, 98 dollars and 60 cents, something like that. And yesterday, oh, I'm oh, sorry, last week I sold someone the option to buying it from me for exactly what I paid for it, and I collected what was called a premium, and I, I brought in a couple hundred bucks. Oh, wait a minute. No, I brought in, uh, I think it was 11 or 1200 bucks. Yeah, because I bought, I did a covered call with STX. I bought, you know what? Let's go look at the 15th, the 15th. Uh, so, we want to look at June 7th or 8th. So, let me see where that is, June 7th or 8th. This is June 14th, June 11th, June 10th, June 8th, the 8th. Okay, so let's go to June 8th. Hmm, that's not going to give me what I need. Okay, so June 14th, that's today. That yeah, was yesterday, sorry. So let's look at and see what we did last week. Um, here we go. 7th, 10th, 9th, 7th. Here we go. STX. All right, so I bought 1,000 shares of STX at the market. And I sold 10 contracts for someone to buy it from me at ninety-seven fifty. Let me find out exactly what I... Paid for it. Alright, we got it on the 7th. We paid 98 79 Okay, ninety eight, seventy nine. 79 Okay, so that's what I paid for it. $98.79 per share. Um, where is it? It's right here. Okay, highlight it. Okay, it's highlight all right, so at 12:25 I bought 1000 shares STX at the market and it just happened to be 98.75. And I sold the closest um, option for someone to buy it from me for basically almost the exact same I paid for it. Now remember I bought it for 98.75. Now I sold someone the option to buy it from me on Friday at uh, 97.50. Okay, which is a dollar less than what I paid for, a dollar ten less than I paid for it. But if you look at what I got, I got two dollars and seven cents per share. So, 10 contracts at 207, that's two thousand and seven seventy dollars I bought in. Now, if I had sold it at nine seven fifty, I would have lost some right off the top, but I didn't. I got to keep the whole 207. So, what I did now is um, right here. Today, or sorry, yesterday, the 14th, I sold, <clears throat> sorry, I sold uh, 10 contracts for someone to buy it from me at 98 50 yet again, but this time for $0.59. Cents. So if I sell it this time, if it stays above 98 50 this time, my actual sell price would be an 9909, which is still more than what I paid for it. Now, the nice thing is I collected 207 last week. I collected 59 this week. I'm still I still own a thousand shares. Okay. So if I have this when it comes time for the dividend, I get to collect the dividend also. So I got premium, premium, and I get the dividend coming up. The dividend coming up, I, I don't know exactly when NF STX is paying its dividend. Uh, If I got them on the 7th, it means the 21st. Not the dividend aristocrats. Let's see if they're on the dividend kings. No. Uh, Let's see if they're on um, Warren Buffett's list. No. Not on Warren Buffett's list. Where the heck is STX come from? Let's see. Um. That's interesting. Where did STX come from? One way to find out. Here we go. Yahoo Finance I'm looking at Yahoo Finance only to find out when STX actually pays its dividends um because uh, some strange reason I got the signal from somewhere I forget where it was STX STX Seagate Technologies All right so Seagate Technologies they're up today lovely um April, May, June earnings, dividend where's the EX actually May April, May, June, July why the hell are we into STX if their EX di- date is on the 11th of May how the hell did that happen May June wow I'm not even sure how the hell that happened. Anyway, needless to say, I'm into STX. I'm not going to collect the dividend because it means I got to hold it until next month, April, May, which is the second quarter. Which is the second month of the quarter, which means we're in the third month of the second quarter. So I'd have to wait the second month of the third quarter to collect. Oh man, I ain't going to hold it that long. Hell with that stuff. <laughs> All right, let's get out of there. Okay, so let's go back to here. All right, so I don't know how the hell STX actually got on my radar. That's messed up shit. Needless to say, we made a profit on it uh, last week with the 207. We got another profit on it this week at the 59. Um, So what's going to happen... Is as soon as this thing hits that price, I want to get out of here. So let's find out exactly where STX is at this moment in time. Seagate. There we go. Okay, so Seagate started out at 49.41, 52 weeks ago today. Yeah. Found its low down at 43.53, and that was end of July. She Hit a high of 106.13. At the second week on the third week of May. Now she has a fifth down day in a row at ninety-four eighty seven. Now let's see what seasonality looks for this guy. Because apparently we ain't collecting a dividend on this. Alright, she's going sideways with a tiny bit of an upturn and hopefully we can swing out of this thing. This week, if not, hey, I'm going to continue collecting dividend—not dividend, sorry—premiums until the cows freaking come home and she hits my ninety-eight sixty price exit target. All that being said, let's get out of there. Okay, so that was STX. We collected that money. Now let's take a look at the three we're looking at. STOR is one we carried over from yesterday. STOR. All right, in the one year chart, she started out at uh, 25.10, somewhere on there, found its bottom at uh, 20.93. That's the first week of August. She stair steps away way all the way up to a high, which was last week. It was 36.66, um, and we're down today. Uh, where are we? Okay, so 36.21. Is our price? We get a uh, thousand shares, thirty-five fifty. It doesn't look like we're going to hit that today's Tuesday. Uh, let's see what the uh, what the covered call STOR would be. S T O oh, R. We're looking at the thirty-six. Actually, we're looking at the $35. $35.60, That way ain't going to make it. That ain't gonna do yeah that's that's not gonna do it for us only because all right the bid right now is thirty five sixty two and the ask is thirty five sixty three you know what that means that means there's a lot of volume out there a lot of people trading shit now we bought this at thirty six twenty one okay if I sell the thirty fives even if i get 70 cents my exit price will be 3570 okay so it's too close right now to be picking up what is that 660 bucks 600 bucks yeah but then i'd be losing because even if you add the 60 cents to the strike price that's 3560 and remember my purchase price is 36 something where the hell is it? Yeah, thirty six fifty six. Nah, because then I lose a dollar fifty six per share. That's fifteen hundred. So bringing that six six hundred bucks in, just it's just not you know it's too close. You know, because that's when that's when you're gambling, and I really don't want to gamble. So I just wait to collect the uh, the run-up, which is whatever the dividend is. Not a whole hell of a lot. Thirty-five-seven. Yeah. See, there's no money in the thirty-seven fifty. See? 35 is the only thing that's got money on it. And you know, that really ain't just ain't, ain't worth my time and effort because I, I really don't want to take the risk. You know what? I'm not gonna take the risk. Let's go to the next one. All right, STX, we went over that one. WPC. let's quickly go over WPC. Alright, so WPC started out the year last year, 6764 found its bottom at the end of October at sixty fifty-five. The last ninety days she had double high at seventy eight forty eight. Um WPC we're looking for seventy eight thirty four. She's at seventy seven fifty four at the moment. Um what happened? The market maker try to open up at 78.25. That's just nine cents away from the from our target price. Uh she could hit it, who knows? Uh, so that being said, that's where we are at the moment. So we got the two opened up. We got WPC and STOR. We're both a little bit short, I'm trying to reach both of them. We're just gonna let them sit there for a while. And let's see who is on our list Now we're looking at a bunch today let's see if there's anything that looks interesting C A H and Comcast that looks pretty good But before I do that let me go back to Dividend Kings list. See if there's anybody on that list. ITW and F G. We looked at those. ABM. Let's take a quick look at that. That's what we're for tomorrow. It's an 18 cent dividend, and see if we can actually do something with ABM. ABM. Okay. ABM started out the year last year at the low of the year at 30.29 took about a month or so to jump up to a trading range of 36 and hovered there all the way up until the beginning of October. And she jumped up to 39 and went right up until the beginning of February before she jumped out of that trading range and hits the new trading range, which is right around the 52 to 54 area, hitting a high back in May March 9th at 55.38. So, from the fifty-five thirty-eight, 38 she basically went sideways for a bit until right around the second, third week in May. And then she just started going down. So, you know, for the last 30 days, this thing does not look happy. So, I'm going to pass up on ABM. But let's take a look at the seasonality. We'll see what that says. Yeah, nice little peak, but still not enough. Not enough to make me want to do something that I know I shouldn't be doing. Yeah, she's got a little bit of a down. Wait a minute. I should go sideways for a little bit and have a little bit of a spike. All right, let's check out the big chart. ABM. A-B-M. Let's get out of there so I can see what I'm looking at. All right, it's an interesting little scenario. Since she hit the high of the 5455 area, she's been in a downturn all the way even till today. She's even even lower today. I'm not going to get into this cuz there's no bottom yet. You know, it's keep it's, it's it's not lower lows, lower highs, higher highs, higher lows. It, it, none of that shit. This thing is like all over the place, but still going downward. So this one's not good. But the funny thing is, is the, uh, the trend line. The trend line is moving up. So she's in an uptrend, but the stock price is going down. So it's kind of strange looking at it and seeing it that way. Because you'd think that Pricing is going down. Why is the trend going up? And it's only been going up for the past couple of weeks. You know, it's it's not like like from the high of where was it the beginning of May? It's a slow downtrend from where she was. Alright, I'll give you a for instance. Um, the 30 days, the last 30 days, the high is 5398, the low is 4717, and it's a slow. Decline from, from there to there. It takes about six weeks to make that f- from the 54 down to the 40, 47. So I'm going to have to pass on that one back up to the marketplace and see what we have coming up next. All right, so that's the Dividend Kings list. Nothing really there that made us, you know, want to do anything funky. So let's go to the Dividend Aristocrats. And here we are with the Dividend Aristocrats. We looked at this list yesterday. Now, remember, the dividend risk across all these companies have increased their dividend payments for a minimum, minimum of 25 years or more. Okay, so a minimum of 25 years, these six companies have increased their payments. So let's go over these quick and see. I can make one trade today. So let's see which one it's going to be. APD is the first one is Air Products and Chemicals. They get a 134 dividend. APD. Now, APD started out the year at the low at two twenty eight ninety three. Okay, she jumps up to a trading range. takes about a month to jump up trading range of two ninety. She travels there for about two or three months, hits a high in November 9th at three twenty seven. Okay, after that high, that, that's definitely profit taking because the volume just went through the freaking roof. All right, let's look at the big chart so you can get a better idea. APD in the big chart. Okay, the high at 327.89. All right, I want to look at the last 90 days. Here we go. Last 90 days, we had volume at uh, 6.2. The average volume is like 700,000. Okay. million shares. 6.3 million shares on the 4th of February. From there, she went right back to her regular volume around 600 shares. 600,000. Okay? She'd be going sideways for the past couple of weeks. Um, Now, here we go. You got five, four uh, down days in a row. But, they have higher highs and higher lows. See? Okay, so is it trending up? And she finally hit a peak in the last thirty days at three oh six. That was on the second. From there, it gets your profit taken. Now she settled into a sideways trend right now, which who knows where she's going to go. So for the dividend they're offering a dollar thirty four, I really don't want to pay three hundred dollars a share. Not for dollar thirty four. Let's see what else we have available. C A H is next on the list. Uh, Cardinal Health. They started out the year last year at fifty two twenty. Found its bottom in the, the end of September at forty four fifty six. And then here's another guy right at the election. She tried hitting that bottom again at on the twenty eighth at forty four ninety two. A couple days later is election day. And she shoots from 46 all the way up to a trading range of 54. Stays there right up until middle of March. Where she hits a 52-week high at 62.92. Travels sideways at 60 area for what was it, almost two months. Drops down to a trading range of 56. Goes there for about two months. Now she's sitting at... 30 day high at 60.42 she's sitting at 58.28 three down days in a row does not make me a happy camper I don't like to jump into something if I know there's a bottom and we don't see the bottom yet so let's take a look at seasonality for Cardinal Health alright she's all over the place no rhyme or reason Uh, she's got a little spike coming up but after that spike is another drop down then another spike up so it's kind of all over the place and if you take a look at the seasonality, this is not one of those ideal ones that I really like. This one's kind of like it's sideways. So I'll give you, a for instance, she started out January at fifty nine. She ends up the year at sixty fifty three. Okay, that's not a lot, but in January she's at fifty eight, you know, fifty nine. By mid February she's up to sixty three. Uh, beginning of of June uh, beginning of May sorry, she's at 57 and she's back up to 60 then she's back down to 57 then she's back up to 61 then she's back down to 59 she's kind of like all over the place so I'm going to say no to this only because I don't like um, the chart it's like all over the place next on the list is Comcast CMCSA Started out the year last year at thirty nine oh nine, quickly found its bottom by the end of June at thirty seven seventy two. This is a beautiful stair step. She goes from the low of thirty seven seventy two to a trading range of forty five, stays there for a bit, steps up again to fifty forty seven, stays there for a couple of months, jumps up to uh, was at fifty four, forty seven, stays there for a couple of months, and now she's at the fifty seven area. Which is, we'll take a look at the last 90 days. She got a high at 59.08 on May 10th. A little bit of profit taking, shoots back up. She's in an uptrend. Makes me a, a nice happy camp. Four up days in a row. It looks great. What does seasonality look like for Comcast? I love Comcast's chart, it is beautiful. A nice incline from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, which means these babies are going up. And here we go for our next 10 days a little bit of bump up all right that looks good 23 cent dividend let's take a look at the big chart for comcast cmcsa oh oh this looks pretty the big chart says buyers are in control she's in a a very slight uptrend she's only at uh 2.3 2.3 mil at this moment in time, but the average is right around 13 mil. So we got a lot more trading going on today. I'm going to jump in and actually trade this one because it all looks freaking good. Um, let's see if see, the, the bid is 57.55 and the ask is 57.56. So you know what that means? That means a lot of action going on. And if we bought it at, oh yeah, 57.56, we could sell a 57.55. Oh, I'm going to do that right now. See if I can get a thousand shares. There we go. Thousand shares at the mark at the market. And what is that? Here we bought it at fifty-seven sixty-one. Now I'm going to sell the fifty-seven fifty for fifty-one cents. Per share. that's a four hundred dollars coming in right now. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna sell 10 contracts, uh the 51 at the 5750. This is what's gonna sound like you ready? Sell five CMCSA 100s, which is the weeklies, 18 June 21, which is this Friday, the 5750 call at 51 cent limit to open. Okay, so that's sent, and let's see what she kicks in at. And I got it for 55. All right, so do you know what that means? That means that's five hundred and fifty bucks just came in, thousand shares, five hundred fifty bucks just came in. We got six hundred on Monday, today's Wednesday. It's another five hundred. That's another five hundred fifty bucks. So that makes me a happy freaking camper. Woohoo! All right. So here's what we got. We got four positions. CMCSA, um, which is Comcast Store. I, I have no idea who the heck they are. S T O R. STX and WPC. Okay, all these companies are uh, what we're looking for. So we got eleven hundred bucks just between STX and uh, what was it Seagate and Comcast? So that's eleven hundred bucks between those two. And yesterday we did um, NFG. Okay, so we bought NFG for what was it um I forget what we bought it for. Oh it's right there. Alright so we bought MSG for fifty three ninety one and apparently we sold it at fifty four uh what is that fifty four thirty five so we got a forty four cent profit now forty four cents is not a lot but you multiply that by a thousand. That's four hundred and forty bucks. Okay, so the dividend capturing strategy worked for NFG. We're trying to get it for STOR and WPC only because that the uh, the premiums aren't enough on the covered calls for those stocks, which is kind of a bummer because I I you know I'd like to catch you the you know the premium or the dividend. The dividend was 44 cents for NFG, so we captured that by buying it at the open, adding the 44 cents, and then trying to get that as a new stock price, which was 54.35, which it caught in um, this morning. So we collected the uh 440 bucks on that, we collected the uh 680 for STX, and we just collected for Comcast um 550 so that's close to oh my goodness it's close to uh, 2000 so far that being said you know what i i could check out now but i got two more to look at in case some of you guys don't like comcast so hei we're going to look at that one even though i'm not going to buy it cuz i'm out of money I'm just going to go over it so you guys know what to do and how to look at it. So Heiko, H-E-I is Heiko. They have an $0.08 cent dividend, and I usually don't chase an $0.08 cent dividend. Let's just check and see what the price is so we can have a better idea whether this one's even going to be worth the effort or not. It's a hundred and three, hundred and forty-three dollars stock, so right off the bat, I'm going to pass on this because I'm not going to spend. I'm not going to suggest anyone spend $143 to collect an 8 cent dividend. Now I'm finding it rather challenging to believe that this company HEI is a dividend aristocrat because dividend aristocrat has increased their payments for a minimum of 25 years. How the heck are they increased their dividend? Of course, there's got to be splits because if you have splits. That changes the pricing, okay, for twenty five years. But an eight cent dividend's not really worth my time and effort. I'm gonna have to check into that. How the heck that guy's got, how the heck they got onto that list? Oh, is next on the list, realty income. Okay, realty income started out the year right around fifty nine fifty eight, found its bottom at fifty six thirty six. Basically, went sideways in a sixty one dollar trading range all the way up to, what is that, the middle of March, and she hit a high of 71.84, she tried pushing the high again at 71.33 over the last week, hasn't been able to to do it, but the last 90 days, or I should say the last 30 days, that's what she looks like for the last 30 days, so a nice little uptrend find out what the uh, seasonality looks like. All right, this one's not bad. It's not the greatest in the world, but let's take a quick look. Okay. Here's the upside. Let's see the big chart. So the seasonality looks okay. It wasn't super terrific. Now, these guys are offering what looks like monthly dividends. They do. They pay monthly. Cool beans. So these guys are paying monthly. Um... They are in an uptrend, buyers and sellers. It doesn't make me 100% happy looking at this. All right, let's get it out of here. We've got a lot more volume to pick up because they're still a little low on the volume. Uh, I'm kind of unsure because it kind of makes me uncomfortable jumping in on a down day with no clear direction. Yeah, the trend line might be leveling out at this moment in time. The buyers are retreating and the sellers are increasing, so I'm going to pass on that one. Uh, And last on the list is RSG. I should say last on the list for today. RSG. Okay, so RSG is Republic Services Incorporated. RSG. Here we go. Okay, so RSG started out the year last year at eighty thirty found its bottom at the end of June at 7822, jumps up to a trading range of ninety-one to ninety-five, stays there all the way up until mid-March. Breaks out of that, hits a high of one thirteen twenty-three. From there she had profit taken, now she's going sideways. This is what you call a pennant. Okay. Where the range gets smaller and smaller and smaller and so it gets to a certain point where the pen at the end of the pen or the point is going to go in one direction or the other either up or down so let's take a look at the seasonality we got a 40 cent dividend a hundred nine dollar stock it's, it's it's an okay dividend for that price now this is another beautiful um, seasonality chart uh, she's Flat at this moment in time, so it's good for like a covered call when it's flat, not really going anywhere. But let's put in the big chart and see what's happening there. RSG, here we go. All right, so we're definitely going to pass on this one because she is in a very, 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 very strong downtrend. Look at that red line heading south. Um, the volume is probably right where it's supposed to be. Um, the buyers and sellers, they're not really doing anything special or terrific or anything to that nature. And it's not looking very happy. Even though it is a slight bit of an uptrend in the price, the the buyers and sellers is in a downtrend to that. So it it's flat, number one. it's in a, Pricing is in the uptrend. But let's see what the trade looks like for RSG. The bid is one hundred nine sixty-two. The ask is one hundred nine sixty-six. It's a four cent spread. Um if we bought it at one oh nine and we sold the one tens for its sixty cents, that's our one, that would be one ten sixty. So that that would be a nice little 1% call. But the only thing about that is the stock has to go above 110. She's at 109.67 at the moment. Could she go above 110? Yeah, she could. If you did the 105s, definitely not worth the money. The numbers just don't work at 105. At 110, the stock has to go up. And you guys know if you've been following around a lot, I don't like to be forced to a position unless I, I already have it. Going in is a different story. Okay, if I buy something, I want to make sure that the odds are in my favor. Yeah, this company has a dividend coming up in two weeks. It's not the greatest dividend in the world. It's, it's less than a half a percent you know, of the stock price. because The stock price is at one hundred nine sixty nine, and The dividend is only like 40-something cents. Is that right? But yeah, 40 cents. Not a whole hell of a lot. Not a big incentive to jump in. So all that being said, looks like one I'm just going to want to pass on. So the only one actually worth anything today was Comcast. All right, so we did Comcast. Tomorrow we got four, five to look at. Hopefully we'll be into another position by then because um, we got four positions now. And that one we got today, love that one, $550. bucks. right, so I'm going to take a quick picture of this. And then we'll be going to be done for the day. So I'm taking a quick picture of today as account count of what we did today. Uh, hit the save button. And today is the 15th, correct? All right. Okay, so June 15th, 2021. Save that. Bring that down. There we go. So. All that being said, we are well above 2% already for this week. That makes me a happy camper. Um, all that being said, uh, I'm out of here for today. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Not a whole heck of a lot going on, as you could possibly see. And we got uh, five to look at, but those are the dividend aristocrats. Um, dividend kings. We already looked at ABM and we found that that wasn't a good fit. Uh, What else do we have? Um, Warren Buffett's list. AXP. Ooh, I want to take a look at that one tomorrow. You know what? Let's take a quick look at at American Express. Only because, if it's good, it's something you should jump into first thing in the morning. AXP. See if it looks good. Holy cow, I love that. All right, so AXP started out at 99.71, found its bottom the first week of July at 89.50, and actually has a double bottom because then she hit 89, 89.11 at the end of October. And right at election, right after the election, she jumps from 97 up to 114, goes sideways uh, right up until the end of January. Then from January, she shoots. I'm gonna say shoots through the roof because she went from one fifteen to one sixty seven. That's a fifty bucks. That is almost a fifty percent increase, in in freaking in, in two or three months, uh, three or four months. That's nice, and it's an American Express. How can you freaking go wrong with American Express? Anyway, that being said, the, the one year chart looks freaking awesome. The 90-day chart looks great. Uh, let's check out seasonality. Seasonality for American Distress. Eh, flat. Okay, so she's flat. So look look at the big chart. In the last 90 days, the trend is sideways. The bars are in order. Everything looks up. That looks wonderful. I like the look at that. The trade for American Express, the bid is 16547 and the ask is 16549. So if we were going to do a covered call, we'd buy at 16546 and we would sell the 165s for 157. Oh, I love those numbers. Awesome numbers. Now I can't tell you to do something. I'm just saying if I had any money available, I would do it. And I might just actually go in tomorrow and see if there's anything I can do to get out of what I'm in to maybe jump into American Express. But, WPC, what is the purchase price of WPC? Let's take a quick look at that. We've got 600 shares. Seventy seven thirty-five and we're at seventy-seven fifty nine. Ooh. I could sell it, take the hundred and forty-four dollar profit, and then jump into American Express and do a covered call on American Express. You know what? Opportunity favors the bold. That's what they say, isn't it? 165.53. So just for the fun of it, WPC we collected some money on that one. Uh seventy-seven fifty-seven. Alright, seventy-seven fifty seven. Let's go down. Come on. all right so we're gonna drop it we're gonna put it at uh, 7750 which is below market price at the moment in time and this is what she's gonna look like uh, we're replacing this order we're gonna sell 60 WPC at 7750 limit order which is still above what we paid for it so it's gonna give me a little bit of a profit here we go and replaced to close. Alright. Give it a couple of seconds. She should fill in rather quickly. Oh come on. Really? The limit price is 7750 and the market price right now is 775. That thing should have filled almost instantaneously Come on. What are we looking at? WPC seventy seven thirty five. All right, seventy seven. All right. If we do a covered call, seventy seven fifty. Seventy-seven seventy-five. Yeah, no, it still wouldn't give me the same as American Express. You know what? It's going too slow. Cancel the order. WPC. You know what? Let's just all right I'm gonna try something here for a second. WPC, let's take a look at that. Alright, we're on to WPC at 7735. 7735 is the purchase price. All right. Now I'm going to sell the seventy five call for two fifty five. So my exit price will be seventy seven fifty five. That's not right. All right, I'm just going to sell six hundred. Shares at seventy seven fifty five, which is the market price. And I don't see why it's taking so damn freaking long. That's freaking nuts. All right, you know what? I'll jump into American Express first thing in the morning, or I'll check it later on tonight. This is not right. All that being said, I'm going to check out for today. You guys check back with me tomorrow. I I took a picture of this, so let's see what's going to happen. I will catch you guys tomorrow. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk. Catch you later, and uh, let's see what happens tomorrow.